very cool guest. Uh, you know, all my guests are cool because they're all my friends and they're all people that I've been working with somehow, some way um, over the last four years, three years or something like that. So very excited to have uh, Mandy Shellis. She is the owner and creator of the Shellis Creative and she'll actually go into that. But what's really cool is that she'll have actually a couple more things that she's going to be doing with that platform and with that new business. So I'm very excited to have her on here. And she's an old friend. Um, she actually used to be my massage therapist. So very excited. Yeah, she has, her and I have very similar stories, <laughs> for lack of a better term, um, in the love life situation, in uh, just in general, um, her and I bonded tremendously over um, the last couple of years and stuff. And what's funny enough is that she was a uh, referral, a real estate referral um, from a lender that I had. So I thought that was pretty funny. And we just ended up being and yeah, just bonding um, over some crazy stuff, you know, life, which is great. So We'll wait till she hops on here, but I hope you guys are doing well and just wanted to kind of start off and saying thank you so much for everyone's support, for their love, for the reviews, for, um, yeah, your commentary. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy when I see, so I have this, uh, notification on the website and stuff of the visitors and where they're coming from and stuff. So it was cool. So I had, so far, we've had Ireland, Italy, Germany, France, Australia, um, all within the States, California, um, Oregon, lots from Florida. Thank you, people. And um, yeah, just just very, very crazy, very excited that, number one, this is even happening, um, that I'm able to do this, and that you guys are... Hold on a second. I think she's on here. Let's see. Ba -ba -ba unable so maybe she wants to do the other one mama if you're on let me know which one you actually want to join with <clears throat> so i did your private one but she also has her her business one so let's see which one we're gonna go on to but uh but yeah no so i just wanted to kind of it's kind of crazy so you know and i and i tell people and i've been posting and stuff that i've been kind of looking back at the planner so this is this is my planner and what's funny is that this planner I got at, I think it was Home Goods or something, and it literally says, live with intent. And for as many years as, or however long I've been doing this, this last year and a half or so, um, kind of going through this process and figuring out what I wanted to do, I never really knew what that word meant, um, which is funny because, uh, you know, everyone's like, oh, live with your best intent or put your best intent forward. And I'm like, what, what is my intent? My intent to do what? Like, what are you talking about? So the fact that it said that, I was like, okay, we're just talking about this. I was like, maybe I should just pick this up. And, you know, 10 October, I think it was like October 10th is kind of when I started writing things down. I was like, okay, if I were to do a podcast, like, what would I talk about? Like, what would it be about? You know, and I, I always say, like, I never really wanted to have such a heavy, um, situation with a podcast but to talk about real stuff yes but also talk about you know the other side like okay so we've we're not doing this anymore so we're going to move forward but what what the heck do we do 
And it's interesting because Mandy has the same kind of concept and perspective uh, that I do about, you know, going through a divorce, you know, meeting somebody new and, you know, having all these things kind of happen in her life. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. So let's see here. Here we go. All right. So you're on here, Mandy. So you'll hit click, uh, click to join live. I think click to join live is what they call it. And then I can accept. Because I'm a guyver in my phone, so I can't really touch it too much. <laughs> That's what happens when you need new equipment and you're like, oh yeah, I'm waiting for it here. Let's see. Ba -ba -ba. Click here. I'm sorry, guys, but you'll be fine, I promise. Here we go. Invite. Bingo, bango. There, there we, we go. go. Hey. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? It does not like me this morning. It's all good. I have trouble every time I have somebody on live. I always have trouble. And it's not them. It's always me. I'm like, oh, I have to accept. <laughs> I was like. It's not like a three-way call, like, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember, like, having to press the button and then, like, having to, like, do you remember the old school phone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, like, that was oh tough. Oh, my God. That's a flashback. Oh, yeah. That's mm -hmm. a flashback. <laughs> oh, anyway. Hi, good morning. So, Mandy, welcome. Welcome to DCNW. Discontinued Now What? Thank you so much for joining us. Super excited to be here. Uh, this is actually um, very much in line with what I'm doing because I got kicked out of my own house because everybody's cleaning. <laughs> no. Yeah, and usually I would do it at the house, and I was like, I'm just going to go to the office. Yeah. All right, that's, that's, that's funny. the world that we right? You have to be able to, like, plot twist. Exactly. You have to be able to roll with it. Exactly, exactly. So how are you doing? What's going on? You look fabulous. Oh, thank you. I was just like, And wow, those of you who are listening and you can't see, she, look, she looks fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm great. I'm actually really great. Uh, it's been a little bit of a weird year. Um with you know shutting down the massage therapy portion of things and kind of leaning into what do, what do I do now like okay what else am I, right. am I good at you know when you identify as one thing for so long and then you're like okay that's not an option anymore it's very yeah with it. <laughs> yeah no and it's so crazy so kind of give you guys some context so I met Mandy through a it was a business referral through Lindsay. Lindsay is a mortgage broker and she was sending me over to Mandy that was looking for a house. And we ended up actually, I just, cause she was, I think I met you at the, at the spa at the salon or the, the, or you were, I don't remember I where I met you. I think so. Cause you were saying, you're like, yeah, I'm a massage therapist. Well, blah, blah. I'm like, Ooh, I need one of those. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I came to you for a session and then it was just like, that was it. Like I was just, we just bonded. And I was like, this chick is so cool. I was like, I go, okay, there's a reason why Lindsay put this together. Okay. I get it. I get it. <laughs> How the universe works, man. It's like, you exactly. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, and it's been For five sure. years. Like I had to think about it and I was like, oh my gosh, the amount of things that have happened in those yeah. five years. I'm like, that's insane. And insane. I've, 
I'm looking at 40 next June and I'm like, I wish I could go back a good five to 10 years and just hug that girl. Like, just be like, it's yeah. going to be okay. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you actually get into massage therapy first? And then like, what actually happened that you, you, you shut it, you know, kind of shut everything down, kind of give everybody a little, a little background about you. Um, well, I graduated college with an exercise physiology degree in 2005. So I was a freshman when 9-11 happened. So wow. y'all remember, yeah. um, the economy was super weird. I took my first job making $24,000, uh, with, with no option for commission. I was a recruiter and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so much money. $24,000 a year. Yeah. Then I got my first paycheck and I was like, I, I, I can't pay my rent. I, call my You're right. I was like, yeah. uh, uh, what do I do? And so anyway, I tried to make it on my own for about nine, 10 months, realized I was miserable and wanted to come home. I wanted my mommy, hundred percent. That is what happened. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was years old. Um, and I came home and I kept like, I took another job, whatever. And then it was just not a good fit. And I was like, I've always been told I'm really good with my hands. My mom has rheumatoid arthritis and fibromyalgia. And when I was like four or five, my art teacher at the time, which now you would never get away with this had like who can rub the teacher's shoulders the best like no you know <laughs> yeah that is a definite no no now <laughs> oh, and it was totally harmless like it was no like she was just this older yeah, like, yeah, crazy yeah. art teacher um but she asked my mom she goes you know has mandy ever you know massaged your arms or feet or whatever and then my mom asked me about it because you know hyper protective like uh, Super everything right. okay it's like no no it's cool and i was like everybody you know was like oh no you have you know, amazing hands or whatever. Um, so from then on, I helped my mom as a teacher. So I would work on her hands and cause she was old school. She wrote everything. Oh my which gosh. Horrible for it. her hands. Um, yeah. so fast forward, I graduated from college, took this job, got home, took another job. And then I was like, okay, I really hate working for other people. Yeah. Um, not because I don't work hard for other people, but just because like I, I'm a caregiver always. Mm -hmm. And 100%, yeah. so, um, and I Most think you sometimes hit a wall. Sometimes you hit a wall. You like, I know that we can do better, but you know, we got to, you know, change this or move this. And it's not, it's not a big change, but for somebody else who owns the business looks at you and you're like, what the heck are you talking about? What the fuck? Like, what are you, what are you trying to do? You know what I mean? My trying boss. To run shit? Yeah, actually, yes. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. Help me, help you, help me, help you. Yeah. Um, but my boss used to joke when I was a recruiter, like, I never see you work, but your numbers are the highest. And I was like, yeah, because I get shit done. Like, I, right, exactly. I'm not a five-year-old. You give me a yeah. list to get it done, you know, and our, at the time, our clients were from California all throughout the United States. So, like, you can only call certain times. Like, nobody wants to Correct. talk to a recruiter at six o'clock in the morning. Right. Like, get, get the hell out of here with that. Um, so then I just, I did the massage therapy thing. I figured, you know, going back to school was also a way to kind of put off having to join the real world again. Um, for and sure. ended up working for my ex-husband's family and running their spa. Oh, okay. And, yeah. And they, to, for lack of a better term, just abused the heck out of me. Like I was, you know, I got my hands on, bodies, you know, in that year that I worked for them and I ran their front desk. Um, people had my cell phone number, yeah. so if they couldn't get an appointment, couldn't get an appointment, they'd text oh, me and I'd be gosh. like, I'd go up front <laughs> and I'd be like, why not just move this block down? Like, yeah, the customer service aspect of it was not there. 
Um, and it was at this time that I started following up with people because I cared and I started getting cases, I guess, you know, clients yeah. that were difficult, like people with, you know, lifelong injuries. So I'd follow up and then people were always like, oh my gosh, you called. Like people say they're going to call and they never do. They never do. Right. Yeah. I get that a lot with like with agents, like, and, and even customers are like, you picked up your phone. I'm like, I have to pick up my phone. Like, this is my lifeline. This, my phone is my bread and butter. If I don't pick up the phone, I don't get a job. <laughs> a deal be amazed how many people don't get that. <laughs> like, yeah. people are like, nobody's calling me. I'm like, did you, did you call them? Did you yeah. put it out there, what you're doing? Yeah. Like, and, it's so, and it's so funny now, like, probably over the last maybe couple of years, like, everyone is just so afraid to pick up the phone and call. And I'm just like, no, like you, you can call them like, oh, they're not answering me through the email or they're not texting me back. I'm like, do you have their number? Yes. Okay. Then pick up the phone and call, like call them. I promise you, you'll get an answer. <laughs> and if you don't, they'll get back to you. Trust me. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So you did this for how many years? Would have been 16. Uh, oh no, excuse me. 17 next April. Wow. Holy moly. Yeah, that's a that's a ride. That's a ride. So transitioning from that, because you had an you had an injury, right? You had a, a surgery. Let's see if I can. Yeah, can there's part it? of yeah. it. And then yeah. Holy moly. Um, and my surgeon basically told me he goes, look, your other hand is in better shape, but you're looking at another Both surgery if you don't yeah so um i haven't actually performed any sort of massage or anything like that other than like rubbing on my husband's head because yeah that's just men um since march i guess yeah yeah march february marchish and you know the universe tells you over and over and over again when it's time to move on yeah and and it's we're very we're very stubborn and we don't listen <laughs> I well, am hundred uh, percent totally feel you <laughs> like, no, I'm going to do it this way. No, no, really. I'm going to do it this way. It's like, you know, square peg, round hole. Let's keep, you know, trying to do yeah. it. And I feel like the first time the universe was really telling me I had time to move on was when COVID hit, you know? Um, wow. Yeah. I, and it's been multiple things since then. Um, you know, I had a, a client be rather inappropriate, which, you know, things like that have happened over the years, but this was in your face. Yeah. Um, and then right after that is when my hand seized up and whether I manifested the injury or if it was just sitting there for a long time, I don't know. Oh my but gosh. after that, I was like, okay, what now? Like, yeah. and I think I shared with you, I'm working on a program for women called what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I absolutely love that. And I was actually looking, so definitely guys check her out. It's the shell is creative. So I was looking at your at your website and I love the content. I love the like it's everything because it's basically everything that I think every marketing entrepreneur businesswoman has ever said and like it's so it's inappropriate for for us as women for whatever reason to say shit, you know, basically, you know what I mean? Like to say shit that's real and it's true and it's like and it's honest. And I think that is what's such a breath of fresh air for for me to not only know you, but know how you are, because what is on the website is you exactly like that is you <laughs> to a T like, it's not a sugar code. This is not a persona like that. I was like, Oh, yeah, that's totally Mandy. I'm like, Oh, yeah, she says this shit all the time. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? You know, and I love that. Oh, I love that. God, that's hysterical. <laughs> uh, you know, honestly, I um, I I had I had to kind of put my big girl panties on and be like, all right, what am I gonna do? And kind of circling back to when I worked for my ex husband's family and the the stupid simple thing. So. Last November, I, I bought this copywriting course, and I was like, okay, I've already been doing a lot of this for a long time. Like, social media, it's yeah. not hard. Talk like you speak, and yeah, that's be yourself. It. That's it. And then I, I've had people, and people are like, oh, you need to charge $4,000 to do a web page, you know, website, and all these other things. And I'm like, and it just didn't sit right with me. I did a few projects, and I was like, okay, I know I couldn't have afforded this when I was just right. getting off the ground. Mm -hmm. I don't like how this is going. Yeah. And uh, my website's actually going to be kind of revamped a little bit because I'm leaning more from doing the work for people, which is time consuming. So it's expensive. Of course. Yeah. Teaching them how to do it themselves or more likely like where to focus your efforts. Because the truth of the matter is, it's like, you don't need a website to get started. You don't. These days you yeah. barely need anything. You have like, yeah. you get a Calendly get a medium account, start writing and get a link tree. That's what you need to do. Yeah. And I pretty much yeah. yesterday. And it's, and it's <laughs> funny. Like, and I think it's, serious. it's, it's all, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's really, it's the fear of not knowing. I think that's the biggest thing. And I think that's why I wanted you on here because you and I have are, are so parallel in so many different ways and so many different things. And I love that you're just, you're just, you just do it. You don't need it because when I started, I was like, I go, how am I going to start a podcast? I don't even know how to put a podcast on. I don't know how to do a IG live. What is that? How, well, how do I do this? How do I do that? You know what I mean? It's like, and I'm like, oh, do I need like certain equipment? Like, oh, I have to wait till the certain equipment comes in. I have to wait till I do this. And I'm just like, you know, one day I was just like, fuck this shit. I'm just going to do it. And if I screw up, I screw up. And I'm going to learn from that screw up. And I'll know next time to do it a little better and a little better and a little better and a little better. And then so far, so good. I mean, you know, there's some stuff that I would like, I'm like, Oh, that's cringy. But you know, it's I'm learning, you know what I mean? I'm learning and, and I'm just doing it. And I think that's the most important thing is it's just, and it's easier said than done. A hundred percent. I have always been the one like, go get it, go do it. You got this. But turning that advice around on me. Oh, no, girl. And I'm like, Yeah, girl, you got this. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I know? So I missed um, a client appointment last week. Somehow it did not end up on my calendar, not on my written mm -hmm. one, not on my phone, not on anything. And she could have cared less. She was like, well, you got time for me this afternoon? I'm like, yes, that's fine. So I hand up the phone, and I am just fit to be tied. I was such a mood. Yeah. And Ella, who you've met, my daughter, looks yes. at me and goes, Mom why don't you try taking your own advice? You're always telling Freaking women it's okay her. to screw up. It's okay, <laughs> it's okay to be real. And then you set these standards that are just crazy. <laughs> Worst part, she had my intonation down. Like, I was like, uh, <laughs> okay. That's your and accountability coach right there. <laughs> I, yeah, like, I'm like, uh, that is that is fair. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so oh and then gosh. i told my husband about it and he just about peed himself laughing like he was that's like so well funny. that's what you get yeah for <laughs> sure for sure and we're all gonna mess up and i think that is that is the biggest thing it's like and that's okay 
that is that is you're messing up because that's not the way you're supposed to do it not that everyone is supposed to do it that you're not supposed to do it that way this is your journey you know what i mean and i and i think that's you know it's it's again easier said than done and i and i say this from experience and you say it from experience as well it's just like you know whatever we had before is like we have to sometimes and if that's never going to happen again or that's not going to happen or that life is done divorce widow losing you know somebody that you love in your life it's like okay that chapter is is okay that's done like you said like what the fuck do i do now and that's basically that was actually one of my 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 thoughts of my titles for my podcast like okay shit now what or like oh fuck now what you know what i mean basically you know and that's that's really how how we feel it's just sometimes it's just so hard for us to to be able to move forward because we have this this stigma or this this persona or this level that we have to be the best and all this stuff and it's it's not like that you know what i mean people screw up we're human and that's the human nature but it's like the the criticism i think is the biggest fear of every person not only women but also men you know they don't really sometimes you know um are are vocal about it we're a little bit more vocal about everything which is which is fine but it's everybody goes through the same shit and it's just everybody's level and everybody's, uh, how do you say, journey is going to be different, you know, and, and this is why I was, I just wrote something about, um, I, I said something about, you know, the seven stages of grief. Everyone's like, oh, you know, these are the seven stages and it's one through seven. I have to go through number one first and second and third. I'm like, no, they all should be number one Doesn't work like and that. they're all going to come back. <laughs> Yeah, nope. exactly. Like, these are just like <laughs> templates. Like, hey, if you feel this, that's probably what this is. If you feel this, this is probably what it is. You know, but it, it can be a mix of emotion. Like one second you feel this, all three of them, all seven of them, all 20 of them, whatever it is. But it's just like, I don't want everybody to look at, especially grief and, 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 and I don't want to say loss. And I keep on trying to uh, not say loss because you're not losing anything. I, I think that when somebody passes away or, you know, you get a divorce and stuff, I think it's you're you're not losing it. But I think you're gaining the knowledge that you didn't have before of how to deal with that shitty situation, whatever it is. You know what I mean? 100 percent. Yeah. That's... So it's just it's just. Yeah, that's Ooh. why, you know, it's... I feel that in my bones. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I and it's, it's it gives you the chills because it's. It took me almost five years, and I'm still dealing with it, almost five years to really be able to say that and actually think about that. And there's this, um, I, can't, I can't remember, I think it's Peter Cronin, I think his name is. Um, I have to, I'll, I'll have to send you the link and I'll link it in this, in this, uh, in the podcast and stuff and in the notes. So what he says is he goes, he actually says, he goes, you know, we have to say that I lost my husband or I lost my wife or I lost my kid or whatever, because you didn't lose it you actually gained so much of how to deal with them and you gained parts that you probably would never tapped into if they hadn't passed away or they hadn't died. You know what I mean? And I was just like freaking mind blown. I was like, it's the words that we use. Yeah. It is the absolute words that we use and how we explain things and how we say things. It's how how we are able to understand because everybody is saying the same thing on social, on podcasts, whatever. But it's, I think it's how, you know, you say it, how I say it. We may say the same things, but somebody's going to gravitate towards you. Someone's going to gravitate towards me because our experiences are, are different in a sense. You know what I mean? Like we both lost 
husbands. You guys were divorced, you know, but you know, it was, he was a part of your life. He was family. He was family. You know what I mean? And then, you know, it was with addiction. I also dealt with addiction, but it was my stepson who passed away. You know what I mean? But there's, there's little threads and there's little things that connect us. And I think all of us in general, and I think that's why it's important for us with voices and actual the guts to be able to, you know, say things and talk about certain things to be able to help one another, you know, because I think for me, if, if I would have had a Mandy five years ago, you know what I mean? Or a Stephanie five years ago to be able to talk about this stuff, maybe I would have learned, like listened to myself a little bit more instead of waiting four years to actually go to a therapist or a Reiki master or whatever to actually deal with my shit. Cause I was hiding a hundred percent. I was, I was like, I'll deal with oh, it later. Please. That's why we work. That's why we just <laughs> bury ourselves in work. I mean, I mm -hmm. almost didn't know what to do with myself if I was not at the office. No, excuse me. That's bullshit. I didn't know what to do with myself. If yeah. I was not busy being mom or busy working, I had to sit with my feelings and mm -hmm. I didn't know what to do. And you know, the reason that yeah. I, I kind of flipped the script a little bit, um, and I would say my niche is female entrepreneurs, but it's not just that, because I feel like the thing that I've realized is we're all entrepreneurs as women. We're always, mm -hmm. taking, it's, it's shit we don't get paid for. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but we're always balancing, managing, you know, budgeting, you know, yeah. and um, so, and that's kind of where it came in, and I went to therapy for a long time, and then I was like, what now? And yeah. I actually talked to my therapist uh, last week and I was like, just so you know, I'm asking for referrals because you're good at dealing with the shit, like getting people to acknowledge their feelings, work through their feelings. What they, but what they don't tell you is there's a whole other part of that journey that nobody yes. talks about yes. that. Okay. I'm okay now, or at least I'm going to be okay. What do I what do now? What the fuck do I now? <laughs> what, what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> Exactly. Like, yeah. I'm not in my fields. I don't hate my ex-husband. I, you know, I'm not in the throes of things. I'm good. I'm healed. Maybe a little cracked still, but mm -hmm. healed for the most yeah. part or healing. I call it the level up. So what do I do up. now? I call it the level yeah. up because, you know, that's, you know, the stuff always will come back or something will trigger it because maybe we thought something was good and, and, oh, you can, okay, I can work a little bit more on it, but it's not as bad. It's not like, oh, my God, you know, like you want to literally leave, stay in your bed and just like stay there for years. It's a different level up. We were like, oh, mm, I didn't like that real good. Or, you know, you actually notice what was up. Like, okay, why did I react that way? Or why did I say that? And that, that's that's because your, your healing is leveling up. But, you know, you're always healing. You're always grieving. That is the one thing that you will do until you die. That is the number one yep. thing. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. And, you know, and, and, and I was listening to my buddy, Tyler Henry. He's not my buddy, but he's my buddy. So I was listening to his last book and he goes, he goes, there's different groups of people, whether it's religious or friends or whatever, that only allot you a certain amount of time to grieve. And I said, yeah, why? Because they don't know what to do with the person who's grieving. And if it's continuous, like they don't know what to do. They're like, it's been a year. You should be good. What's going on? Why are you still dwelling on it? Or whatever the case would be. And I actually dated somebody like that. Mm -hmm. I didn't Absolutely. know what that was, but he was a narcissist. <laughs> and that I was a conversation like, for a different you... time. <laughs> that is a totally different. That is, yeah, that is. We I feel need like we need a series for that. for that one. 
We yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we need a series and cocktails for that one. Yeah. But it was just like, I never understood that. And then I was thinking, I was like, man, you know, maybe, maybe I didn't love him enough. And maybe this is, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Circle back, Steph. What the hell are you talking about? This is not you. I literally had a conversation with myself. And I was like, this relationship is not what you need to be in. It's not what you need to look at, whatever. And then I just, I, I realized that because I had started going to my Reiki master and I would, she, you know, she would kind of notice like, like the energy that I brought in. She was just like, what is up? And I would tell her the story. And then I would, and the, literally in the middle of telling her my story, and this is why I mean the level up, I would tell her my story. And then I would just like, stop it like mid sentence. And then I would laugh at myself and she goes, what? I go, I realize what I'm doing what the fuck am I doing? She goes, yeah, not good. <laughs> like you're working so hard to clear this energy and bring it vibrations up right. here. Like get rid of this dude, please. Yeah. So your new process that you haven't talked about yet. So what do you, what is it that the, the, the situation that you want to work on to help women and the coaching? So where, where do you, where do you actually want to do with that? Like, how do you want to help? us <laughs> so um I, the best way to explain it is you just talked about you know having a stephanie or having a mandy in your corner when you're like okay i'm i'm ready to move on but i, I don't necessarily know how to and when i was sitting with things i started off with the marketing and stuff because i feel like I actually, I don't feel it. I know I tend to look at stupid, simple things that other people don't. So like mm -hmm. following up with, um, clients, you know, I, I can tell yeah. you, I can't tell you how the email sequences I've written. So just, just, Hey, how was your appointment? Do you love us? If you love us, yeah. write us a review. If you don't love us, tell us what, like these things that people just don't do. What can we do but better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, exactly. And then I was like, I was sitting with it and I was like, okay, that's, that's the business portion of things, but what's going on behind the scenes for so many women? You know, I remember restarting massage therapy and, and being a single mom and balancing all these things. And maybe it's not necessarily they're running their own business, but maybe they're trying to figure out how to juggle two kids by themselves. Yeah. Um, or maybe they're dealing with an elderly mom. My mom has called twice since we've been on this. She'll call my husband yeah. in a minute. She'll figure it out because she, <laughs> her, her memory is going. And I want to be yeah. the person, I am the person that takes somebody's hand and goes, you can do this. And I'm not a cheerleader. I've already had to have that conversation. Like I will 100% <laughs> believe in you all day long. But I'm also going to tell you some shit you don't want to hear. Yeah, you're you coach. Know, you're coach. I'm a coach. <laughs> and if you've ever had a really good coach in sports, yeah, that's not the one you like. Correct. 100%. 100%. You, know, you love them and they help you, but that's you not love the and one respect you like. them, but you don't like them very much. <laughs> I already like I'm a toe into this journey and I've already had one client go, I already know what you're going to say. I don't want to hear it, but I need to hear it. So just tell me what I need to hear. And I was like, yeah. Okay. So, and the thing that was really powerful, like I've done the, so I've done um, the advanced level Reiki. And the reason that I went ahead and did, you know, part of the energy therapy to go with the it. life coaching is because of the fact that it's energy. Everything's energetics. Yes. And when I, 100%. Massage, and I used to 
people argue with me about this. I'm like, have you never not wanted to shake hands with somebody and not know why? Or have you ever had somebody be sad and then you're crying and you don't know why? Yeah. Like, God, and I'm sure you on. felt it. I mean, Sorry. you're you're an empath like me. I mean, I'm sure you felt it when you're massaging people. Like you literally walk in a room and you're like, oh, Ooh. <laughs> mm -hmm. I had this is a not times. good. Mm -hmm. uh -uh. Uh -uh. I had one client years ago that I would get physically ill every time I worked on her. And I wow. I'm still very close to her. She's not a client anymore. But it turned out she had a level of abuse and trauma that you would never know it to look at her. But I was picking up on those vibrations. And yeah, as you said, words are powerful, but it goes deeper than that. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's the intention behind those words. And that is why I chose to add the coaching portion of things because you can tell somebody all day long what to do, but if you don't help them do it, you know, teach yeah. a man to fish, <laughs> you feed him for a lifetime. What's the old adage? You give a man a fish, you feed him for a day, you teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. Okay, for him. Mm -hmm. I have spent the last five, six years figuring out how to, how to fish. Yeah. You know, and um, so that's why, you know, <coughs> excuse me, you know, the business mentorship coaching and that, but I, I'm taking it a, a level deeper because I have another client that I'm dealing with right now that she is really trying to level up in her business, but what's keeping her back is her personal life. Yeah. You know, and I feel like, 99.9% .9 of times that's that's what's keeping you back even if you don't realize 100% it. yeah you know and maybe it's keeping you back from getting that new job maybe it's keeping you back mm -hmm. from finally filing for divorce even though viscerally you know it's what you need to do yeah and yeah it's and, it's, and it's it's scary it is scary 100% and then it makes you question yourself like do I really want to do this because it's going to it's going to change the dynamic of this relationship, whether good, bad, and different, it's going to change the dynamic of this relationship. Is this really worth it? And I'll say a hundred percent of the time. Yes, it's fucking worth it because it's you. It's not a dependent on the person, whatever that person is, whatever that relationship is, it is dependent on you. And you know, same person, <laughs> you know, I told him, I was like, you know, I, I might write a book. I might want to start a podcast. The answer was, who wants to read that? Why would you write that? Why do you want to keep on bringing it up, bringing it up, right? It, like it's a fucking, like I have, God forbid, herpes or something. Like, why do you keep bringing it up? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm like, you know, not for nothing, but you know, this is, this is because I was not ready to date, number one, when I was dating him. That's, that was my first boo-boo. Yeah. So, you know, kind of like taking all this in and literally like, just like, man, you're right. Why, why do I want to keep, you know, working on, you know, say, talking about this stuff? Like nobody wants to hear it. And then I was like, I need to hear it for myself. Like, that's kind of where the point there I got to that I was like, I need to hear it for myself. And if nobody listens, cool. Nobody reads it. I'm cool with it. Like no issue. But it's like, I need it for myself. <clears throat> and I think that is the biggest thing is like, be selfish when it comes to your plan, your mission, your whatever it is that the hell you want to do. If you want to go freaking be a clown at Barnum and Bailey, be the best fucking clown at or Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> Don't do Barnum, do Cirque, you know, level up. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like, do whatever that you feel passionate about. And like I was saying earlier, before you hopped on, I had I had this uh, planner that says live with intent. That was the name of the planner, 2021 to 2022. 
And I was like, what does that word even mean? What does intent mean? It's like having your mission and having your passion and having your desire to do whatever you need to do to help yourself. And if somebody else helps, you know, gets helped in that situation, great, awesome. That's your, that's your intent to be better, do better, live better, whatever it is. And I never understood that until I went back to the writing of the planner because I hadn't written down in so long, October this, this year. And I was looking back, looking back, 10, 10, 21. How to start a podcast. What episodes you're going to talk about. Thiki, thiki, thiki. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, really? I was really thinking about this one year ago, and here we are. Mm -hmm. Here we are. And that makes you incredibly powerful because I can't tell you how many times that I've written something down and I won't remember it. Sometimes I will, but a lot of times I won't. And yeah. almost exactly a year, I'll come back to it. I'm like, whoa. That wild. <laughs> and it happens a lot. It's so like, powerful. Yes. It's so powerful. Like, I, that's why I love, that's why you said, you're like, my mom needs to write down everything. And I'm like, I love that because a lot of people like put it in the phone or put it on a whiteboard and I'm like paper, pen and paper, pencil, paper. Like I, I promise you it's so old school. <laughs> yeah. I have so many notepads everywhere, like legal pads everywhere, but it's just, it's so powerful to actually do that and write it down and, and just, just, you know, even if it's something so astronomical, so outlandish, you're like, I'm never going to do this. Fucking write it down. Do it. I want, you know, to, you know, go with my dog on a private jet on my next vacation. Write that shit down. I saw that picture of Lenny Kravitz with his PJ and his dog. I was like, that is the life I'm going for. <laughs> I'm taking my dog on a PJ. <laughs> hey, my husband's playing the Powerball, and uh, he's talking about renting a private jet to take everybody to the Bahamas. I'm like, oh. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what just happened here? You know, when we met, it. he was so, I, I just kind of circling back to you talking yeah. about this idiot you were dating. Um, and I have another theory, and this is one of the reasons that I think life coaching is so important. I hate the term life coaching. It's more empowerment coaching. It's more helping other women mm -hmm. realize you've got the fucking answers you need. Like, stop looking at yeah. everybody else. Like, you've got them. It's your life. You've got them. But a lot of times we need somebody to hold our hand and be like, hey, you know, You've got yeah, it. to get it out of us, I think, because we're we're Correct. so it's again, it comes to the fear and the the uncertainty and all that stuff. And, you know, sometimes somebody might look at you and realize you have something that you probably had no idea that you had, but they see it in you. One hundred percent. Yep. And mm -hmm. it's interesting because you're talking about this guy that's like, why do you why do you keep circling back to that? Why do you why do you keep bringing these things up? And I dated different versions of the same man over and over and over again from the time I was 14 years old. And I remember the day it hit me. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I say I don't want these things. And yet this is what I'm, this is what I'm telling myself I'm worth. And right. then I, st I remember standing in my crappy little kitchen going, uh-uh, never again. Because at this point, my daughter's watching. Yeah. And she's going to continue that cycle. And that's what it is. It's a cycle. And Absolutely. I wrote down exactly what I wanted. I thought I was being ridiculous. And two weeks later, I met Matt. You've probably heard this story, mm -hmm. but for those that haven't. And, you know, my ex-husband passed. We were the ones that took care of him. Then we took care of his mom until, you know, she passed. Yeah. And 
through it all, I mean, we've had fights like any normal couple, but of course, I've asked, I've asked him like, why do you, why are you okay? And he goes, because, you know, we're team shoeless. We're, <laughs> your wagon's hitched to mine and we're okay. I'm okay with that. You know, yeah. you deal with my shit. I deal with your shit. We help each other, you know, um, on our wedding day. Uh, if you look at some of my wedding pictures, I am dying laughing. And it's because oh, yeah. my husband ju just looked at me and goes, till the motherfucking wheels fall off in the middle of our <laughs> vow. And I am dying laughing. And like, you know, it. to this day, we'll be fighting about something stupid. And he goes, the fucking wheels are falling off. Sit down. Like, we're going to talk about that. Oh, okay. Okay. You know? Kind of oh like a safe God. word, like meatloaf. I love it. You know? Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> more women need to know, like, that's what real love is. That's what real, you know, relationships are. And, I, you know, I mean, when I, when I looked into doing life coaching and empowerment coaching, a lot of women aren't okay with being like, I am worth this. I am worth that business I, deserve, I, I want. I am worth right. this partner I want. I'm worth that life I want. And yeah, when you have correct. somebody else telling you, no, you really deserve this. It's powerful. It's powerful. And it is. I've taken it the same attitude is. that I did with massage therapy. Like people thought I was nuts, Stephanie. Like people are like, how, how often do you want to come, you know, want me to come in? I want you to see how you feel. Like, yeah. let's not make another appointment. Give it 48 hours. And if you need me, great. If you don't, that's fine. Yeah. And you know, kind of the coaching. Because you're honest. Because you're, that's exactly what it is. Like, you're not, you're not pushing it because you might not need it. I might hurt you in a couple of days or a week or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? Your, your body, everybody responds differently. And I love that. Correct. Because that's, you, you, I remember you telling me the same thing. <laughs> and I would literally, the next day, I'm like, I go, my body hurts. I can't stand you right now. I don't, I love you, but I can't stand you right now. <laughs> You're like, give it one more day, give it one more day, and then call me. And then the, the following day, I'm like, oh, my God, I can move my neck. My back doesn't hurt. She's like, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like coaching is kind of the same, the same thing. Like, maybe somebody needs a month with me or three months with me or whatever. Um, and that is something that I'm still discovering. Uh, I refuse to lock people into a contract unless they are going through – I have somebody that I'm working with right now that I know very well that I'm like, all right, let's do three months, see what happens, get you through the holidays because she's doing business stuff too. And we'll reevaluate in February. Yeah. You know, and there's nothing, you know, that whole scarcity mindset, you've probably seen me post about this. I, it fucking pisses me off. Yeah. You know, you said it, everybody, it doesn't matter if we had the exact same fucking story. If you say it, you're going to say it a different way than I say it. Correct. Correct. And we all, and I think that's, like, oh, yeah, I think that's what it, what, mm. what, the, what the, what a lot of the fear is, is like, I'm not going to start a candle company because everyone has a candle company or I'm not going to start a bakery because there's 3 million bakeries here. Or, I'm not going to do this because someone's already doing it. And I'm like, yeah, but you're not doing it. Everybody else is doing it, but you're not doing it. And if that's your passion and that's what you want to do, fucking do it just do it nike we need a sponsorship <gasps> just <laughs> i 
I would take that. Sponsors. I would take that. There's a lot of, there's a lot of women here on the platform, Nike. We got you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's just, it's just, and, it, and I think that's, that's the biggest thing. It's just the fear of, of number one, starting number one, the, the judgment, the criticism. And number three, maybe, you know, one, 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 let's go home. One, 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 you know, that somebody else is already doing what you're doing but you're not doing it. You know, I think it is, the, that's the, the, the kind of maybe conversation that we have to have with ourselves sometimes, you know, I was like, I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, the fuck am I going to start a podcast? Who the hell is going to want to listen to that shit? <laughs> but you know, it helps me because I get to talk to amazing friends who are doing amazing things and people that I don't know that are, you know, teaching me so much. And it's just like, I didn't have the, the, I think, the mental clarity um, with a lot of things, you know, whether it was divorce and, 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 or, you know, you know, my, my husband passing away, you know, my, my kid passing away. And I call him my kid because he was almost 20 years old when I met him, but like he was, he was, he was my, I call him my kid, you know, that's, that's, I mean, he was my family. I think just the, the not having that mental clarity of knowing what your next step probably should be or needs to be, um, I want to be able to kind of provide that somehow, some way, and just say, hey, listen, this is all the stuff that's out there, all this stuff, and kind of just put it in your face, and whatever you want to think you want to try, like, try it out, because I thought therapy was the only way, that was the only thing, but for whatever reason, I just couldn't, maybe because I couldn't find the right therapist, I didn't vibe, and I didn't realize it was like dating, like, you got to find somebody that you kind of bond with, and you want to tell all your goodies to, you know, and it's, it's, it's a very difficult situation for, for someone who doesn't know what to do and is kind of feels stuck, really, just feels stuck and just, just, I didn't know I could do that. I didn't know I could do this. You can do whatever the fuck you want, whatever makes you feel good, do it. Just do it. So that's my, the best that's my thing soapbox. That I saw, I'm going to step down now. I, <laughs> no, 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 no. But that's, you just, you hit the nail on the head feeling stuck and then oh God, I, I, I'm gonna have to go back and see I think I screenshotted it on my phone too and it said feeling stuck mm. is a feeling not a fact yeah hell yeah <laughs> and I was like hell yeah <laughs> mic okay. drop for sure oh my god you know? yes and the thing is this you know, going back to coaching and, and mentorship and, and, you know, what my next chapter looks like for business and for personal stuff, I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to do this of course. from my car yeah. if necessary. For sure. <laughs> um, I also, so, okay. So back up. I know we're, we're you know, what, no, we've I been love all it. over I the love, place. I love a circle back. I love a whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I got, not in a relationship, to... but in a convo. <laughs> a squirrel. Um, but you know, again, going back kind of like to the woman's empowerment, because that's, that's what it's about. And I'm, I really get mad when people overuse that word. Cause I don't, what is it? The princess bride, that word doesn't think what I think you think it means. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not all about bra burning and beating your chest. It's about knowing that you have the power to change your life at any point in time. That's yes. what empowerment represents to me. Mm -hmm. And you know, I got asked to do an interview today 
and, you know, to record um, with a local news station today. And I'm walking through the mall yesterday with my screaming child, getting my phone fixed because said screaming child yeah. dropped it and cracked it. And I, you know, she's like, can you speak on making yourself, as a life coach, can you speak on making yourself indispensable in the workforce so that you don't get fired in this um, tenuous economic climate and I had to reread what she sent to me about eight times. <laughs> and I was like, do you know? And she does know me. That's the crazy part. And I was like, you don't want me to speak on this. You, you don't want me to speak on this. Just trust me. And I wrote her back and I said, actually, that viscerally goes against my message. Like, right. I feel that and I go, eh. yeah, I was like, first of all, that doesn't exist. All that does is erode boundaries and make women sick, tired, and depressed. 100%. I, I was like, I, making yourself indispensable does not work. Mm -hmm. It never will. If people want you, they want you. If they don't, they don't. And they will always find a reason to fire you. Correct. 100%. I said, now, if you, if you want me to get on, get on your show and tell women you need to woman the fuck up and take control of your life, and if your boss sucks, get out of there. Yeah. If you want me to do that, I can do that. <laughs> but you don't want me to talk on this. And she wrote back, okay, thank you. So that's a no, right? That's a no. That's a fuck no, actually. That's a no. That's a polite no. That's a polite no, yeah. That's a polite no, yeah. You know, um... Yeah, you know, I just but and it's and, and it's hard and I and I listen to a lot of different podcasts. It's hard. It's hard for them to, for lack of a better word, woman up, you know, because it's they're either financially stuck or whatever stuck or whatever the case may be. Or, you know, not that I was I was stuck with Dirk, but after Kai passed away, um, there was a period of time that it was very difficult for me to be in that relationship. I was like, I want to leave. Like, I want to leave. Like, I can't do this anymore. But I knew in my heart of hearts, if I left, he would have committed suicide. And when I was, when I said he committed suicide, I knew, I knew that that was going to happen regardless. But I, for, for whatever reason, I, I felt that if I left then it would have happened a lot sooner because he would have really felt like super low. And it was just hard because it was it was hard to I mean I loved him and I and I and I will always love him and my love will will, will not uh, die just because he died it just it just changes I think um, but the fact of the matter is is like it was very difficult for me to actually do that because I felt responsible for helping him to try to take care of him to try to make him that he was good and all this stuff but at the end of the day he did what he did you know what I mean. And that, and I think that's the biggest uh, thing kind of takeaway for me was like, it had nothing to do with me. And at first I thought it was everything to do with me that why wasn't I enough? Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? You know, even though we did everything under the sun, I felt like I could have, should have, would have done more, you know, the whole thing, like a typical, you know, nurturing feminine energy and all this stuff. But the fact of the matter was, is it had nothing to do with me. So I think that's what we have to remember is like, if we're not happy, why are we not happy? We're ha not happy because we're, we're either trying to take care of something that's not take, you know, being able to be taken care of or trying to work on something that's never going to get fixed, you know? And, and I think we just have to kind of figure out sometimes, you know, we have to bite the bullet and it sucks. Absolutely. It sucks. But we're not, when we start over again, we don't start from nothing. We start from experience. And that is fucking 
priceless compared mm-hmm. to anything else in the world. So it's it's tough. Hell yeah, it's tough. Life is tough, but it's we have to figure out how to how to not be so scared. And I say that also 100% super guilty, super guilty, you know, of being scared and and the criticism and the thought process of shit, why am I not at a certain whatever when I'm 40 years old and you know, I'm still, you know, you know, struggling to, you know, get where I need to be, but the fact of the matter is is like I have gone through so much and I have learned so much and I've been very blessed that I've had such a supportive, you know, crew and I call it my crew. I have a tribe that has been able to help me move forward and be able to talk to you about things that probably wouldn't have never talked about ever. You know what I mean? Because of fear and the criticism and all that stuff. But I have come to the point of, and I've always been like that prior to me getting married. (laughs) Uh, I was always like, I'm going to say shit. I'm going to do shit. Like if you don't like it too fucking bad. But then, you know, when I got with him, you know, things kind of changed a little bit. Not that I lost myself, but I felt like I, I was molded a little bit more into kind of his lifestyle. And then as, you know, time went on, I kind of, you know, got, still got our groove back. But then, you know, all this shit storm happened again. And I was just like, okay, what do I do now? Where, what's the plan? You know what I mean? And it's, it's hard. It's, it is hard. That's, that's that. We're not taking anything away from you, everybody, but it is hard. But I think it's, it's hard because you're getting out of your comfort zone. One hundred, one hundred percent. I mean, one thousand percent. And, you know, as you're talking, I'm thinking to myself, I, you know, we're talking about empowerment. We're talking about, you know, what now? And I think at the end of the day, what my intention with the coaching and even with the business mentorship is to empower women to choose themselves, to choose their dreams, to choose their, their freedom if necessary. And I went through the same thing with Patrick. I, I knew he would implode if I left. I knew. Yeah. You know, and all I did, all I did by staying was prolong it and endanger myself and my daughter and, and all these other things. So, you know, um, that is something that, that is true. You have to choose yourself. For sure. For sure. You know, there's somebody out there that needs you. And the longer you put it off, the, you know, if you really, if you, if you want a mission, if you want a reason to do that, it's because somebody yeah. out there needs you. Yeah. And that, that, that somebody might just be you. That's true. You know? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> well, thank you I'm so much. with yourself. I love it. I love it. No, I love it. Thank, Thank you, you so for much for me. coming on. Yeah, I want to be respectful of your time. And I know that the ladies are cleaning and all that jazz. But um, give us a little skinny. So where can people find you on social, online, the whole jazz? Plug, plug, plug it, plug it. Plug it, plug it. Uh, so my website is um, theshoelesscreative.com. Uh, the coaching portion will be added to the, the website. But right now, people can contact me directly. I am not hard to find. Uh, Mandy Shoeless is my personal on Facebook. And the Shoeless Creative is also on Facebook and uh, both names also on Instagram. I make it very, very easy to find me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you, Mama. So good to see you. And we'll link up, I promise, hopefully soon in person. <laughs> Deal. Deal. It is a date. I'm overdue from some stuff anytime. Thank you so much for having yes. me on. All right, baby. Love you. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. See Bye. ya.
Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Please remember to rate and review and also follow us on the gram. So we're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, also on Spotify and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you guys so much for the love and support. See you next time.